All right. All right. <clears throat> I know y'all probably thinking where was you at last week? There were some things I was waiting on to, you know, watch unfold. And man, I hope y'all can hear me. All right. Um, <clears throat> I was waiting on things to unfold, and they unfolded. They unfolded. They they unraveled themselves. You know what I'm saying? And here we are, man. You know, one of the sole reasons why this this look when I say emotional episode, I, I'm not being literal. Uh, I'm being a little a little figurative when I say this, but. It's sad, though, this episode is going to be, because a podcast that I admired, a podcaster that I admired, that I kind of tried to implement some style, some, some courageousness from into my own podcast, has ended. The JBP, the JBP boys are, the JBP boys are out of business. They out, they done, they're gone. I don't know if the Joe Button podcast is gone, but Maul and Rory sure are. Now, if you're listening to my podcast, you've probably have heard theirs, okay? And... It's interesting, though, sitting here looking back at things. It's like that. Like it's it's almost like you know where 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 to now. But see, here's the thing, though. Right, this episode might be about forty minutes. Here's the thing, though. I'm gonna try to touch on as much about this subject as I possibly can, because I have things that need to be said. I've been hearing other perspectives. I've been seeing different sides of the coin. There's more than just two sides of this joint. Because I've been hearing YouTubers that I value their opinion speak on things. And some of their opinion, I start to value their opinion less. Hearing Joe's side, hearing Maul and Rory's side, Hearing parts go from being impartial to riding Joe's nuts has been a, a crazy transition from when parts went from when Rory and Maul stopped being on the pod to when at some point he realized or he thought maybe they weren't going to come back and then they came back, did two episodes and then left again. Like it, it's it, it makes no sense to me. Parts has been wishy-washy in for the, man, 20, 30, for the last four or five years that I've been listening, he was never that type of guy. He always rolled on whichever side he felt was right. Um, so to see all of this transpire, to see all of this take place, has been kind of sick, and it's been messy, and 
one thing about me, if you do know me well, <laughs> man, I'm like, I love mess. I'm a pig to slop with that shit. Like, I love mess. I love it. It's fun. It's entertaining. Other people's mess is fun for me. It really is. Now, you can call me a dirtbag if you want or, oh, man, you scum or whatever. That's that's fine. You can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me for fun, you know? But with this episode right here, man, we're going we're gonna to get into it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the JBP. We're going to talk about um, how a lot of people kind of predicted the ending coming. But we just didn't see when it was going to come. But we knew that the ending was coming. Especially over this past year. Um, we kind of saw it coming. We, like, it, it was, the writing was on the wall. That, but I feel like a lot of us thought that they were, they would just end it. Before it coming to an end. Like, it just came to an end, you know what I'm saying? So... I'm not going to be playing clips. I'm not going to be playing all that stuff. I don't, I did not subscribe to their Patreon. I didn't pay for their Patreon. I did pay the $2 for Rory and Maul's response video, and I did watch it. I watched it twice, actually. Um, yeah, we got to get into it. Uh-huh. We got to get into it. So... This is what I'm going to say, right? Joe, and I and I said this on a, on a few episodes before when I talked about this before, from before. Joe is wrong. Joe is wrong. You're wrong if you're supporting Joe. You're wrong if you support him. And the issue that Joe ran into was this. He wanted to be able to control everything. And it became a very detriment to the podcast. Rory and Maul simply now see this is and I feel like I talked about this a few a few a few weeks ago, uh, maybe a month or two ago, when they first like left in the first place. And um And I didn't know what the issue was then. And even when they came back, I felt like, ah, man, maybe they're not going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And then they did. They touched on it. They they spent practically almost half of an episode on it, maybe even over half. And the the, the vibe was off. The energy was gone. Maul didn't want to be there. Rory was just trying to get through it, you know what I'm saying, for the sake of the kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm going to just stake this marriage out for the kids type thing. Um, Joe tried to treat things like everything was the same. And I feel like that peeved Maul off even more. Like, Joe told Maul when they, was, they were having an argument because... Rory and Joe was having some type of beef. 
Joe was like, hey, chill out for a little bit. Don't come in and record. Maul felt like that was wrong. Maul feels like we all should have sat down and came to an agreement. Or we try to solve the issue first. If we can't, then we come to an agreement. Rory can sit out for a little bit. I feel like if they would have did it that way, Maul would have continued to record. But that's not what happened. Joe took it upon himself. Hey, I get to say who comes and who goes. Right? Joe was not understanding how him taking that responsibility made Maul feel like you're saying that you're you are our boss when you're not. Like I don't have to ask permission to come in or I don't have to ask permission to like not come to the podcast today. Nigga, I'm letting you know I'm not coming in today. Hey, heads up. I'm letting y'all know I ain't gonna be able to make it today. I'm letting you know that. I'm not asking your permission. You feel me? But I do I do feel like I do feel like Joe wanted sole control over the entire the entire network, the entire pocket. Like we we're gonna get into some like we're gonna get into some stuff today, right? Um And Maul simply was like, you know what I'm saying? That's foul. You know, so Maul and Joe have a talk. I know it's going to be, if you don't know what's going on, it's going to be hard for you to follow. Maul goes to Joe like, yo, that's wrong. You shouldn't have told Rory to not come in to record a podcast. Joe tells Maul, this podcast is none of your business. Once again, Joe is ego tripping, thinking that he runs everything. It's like this, right? If myself and my two brothers start up a podcast. But the podcast is called Podcasting with Apex, right? Podcasting with the Apex. That's the name of the joint. I have a larger social media following than my two brothers. The podcast is named after me. I have a more bigger, grander, louder personality than my two brothers. So we get a deal with we get a deal with iTunes. And we're exclusively airing our podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and stuff like that. So Apple calls me into the meeting, right? I go into the meeting. I sit down with them, with my lawyer. We talk numbers. We talk finances. We talk equity. We talk wealth. We talk numbers. We talk days recording and days aired for the episodes. We shake hands. We dap up. I sign the deal. I walk out. That's what Joe did with Spotify. That's what Joe did with Cash App. Now, here's the thing, right? And with Patreon. But here's the thing with Cash App and Patreon. Joe said that that was a deal that he had with Cash App and Patreon. That's a deal that he had. So that was his money. 
And so he was saying he was taking that money out. He he will take some money out of the cash app deal. He'll take some money out of the Patreon deal and give it and put it into the podcast. And he goes, well, that's what you do when you're the boss, when you're the owner. That's the issue that Rory and Maul had. You acting like your sole owner. When we all, in the beginning, when we weren't having any deals, when we weren't signing contracts, we were pooling our money together to fund the podcast. If it was called the Mall Podcast, Mall would have been the ones sitting in that office. It would have been Mall. Now, how things should have went was like this, right? Because this is how I would do things. If Apple calls me in, right? Well, no, bump it. Let's not even do Apple. Let's do a real-life situation. Anchor. Anchor pulls me into the office and says, yo, we're going to exclusively air your podcast on Anchor FM, and that's it, right? I go, all right, boom. But look, I do my podcast with my two brothers. I ain't signing shit. I'm not agreeing to shit. I'm not shaking your hand on shit until I run it past my siblings first. They're my partners. Now, you and I can have the dialogue all day, but I'm not signing anything until I run it by them first. Because we're partners. Yeah, the name of the podcast is called Podcasting with the Apex. I get that. But I got to run it by my team first. Because we're doing it together. Just because you're the captain, just because you're the leader, doesn't mean that you make final say. Doesn't mean that you ain't got to run anything by them. Rory and Maul wanted to just simply know what was going on. Rory had to sit down with an executive producer from the app title. An app that Jay-Z owns. They air podcasts, they air music on there and stuff like that. But Rory didn't go and have a sit down with an executive from Tidal to talk podcasting deals. The executive asked Rory to go, hey, let's let's grab lunch. Rory was like, oh, cool. Because Rory was cool with the executive. So he's like, oh, okay, bet. And then they started talking podcasts and stuff. And then Rory was like, you know what? I'm going to have to talk with my guys first. Joe goes on Instagram Live, right? And he talks about that situation. And Joe is upset because Joe is like, Rory, they use you as a pawn. I was already sitting down with Title talking money. But now they're they're pitching you different money, a, a, a different money price than what I was pitching to them. But what Joe fails to understand, Rory didn't agree to anything. He just said, let me run it by my guys first. That's all he said. I got to run it by them. He didn't say, oh, yeah, man, that sounds good. Man, I I think Joe would do it. I think Ma would do it. He didn't say anything like that. All he said was, oh, okay, I'm going to run it by them first. That was it. So if I'm running a podcast, right? I'm running this whole network, and I'm running about nothing network, right? 
And my brother, Crunchy Cornbread, instead of uh, – he, he sits down with Stitcher Podcast app. He sits – no, he sits down with CastBox and FL. Shout out to CastBox because they follow me on Instagram. Shout out to CastBox. My brother, Crunchy Cornbread, sits down with a CastBox executive. Yo, we want to run this exclusive contract for pod, for podcasting with the Apex. Oh, okay. Hey, you know what? Let me get that, and I'm going to run it by my team. I'm not screaming on my brother. Like, man, I'm trying to get this to deal with Spotify. You, da, da, da. I'm not, I'm, I'm not screaming on him for that. I would appreciate the fact that, like, oh, you know what? Thanks for not geeking up the uh, situation. Thanks for not trying to negotiate nothing with us not there. Thanks for thinking about the fact that you have an entire team that has to sign off and seal and agree on something together. But see, Joe isn't seeing that because Joe sees them as employees. Joe thinking that See, to Joe, he's the owner, and they are the talent. That's what he's thinking. But it's like, but Joe, we help funnel money into this thing. You you repeatedly on episodes five years ago, repeatedly talk about how you had no money. Repeatedly. The only money you had was the, um, the only money you had was the residual checks you were getting from Pump It Up. You repeatedly talked about how you had no money. Joe, Rory was still working at Sony Records. Maul is working with Rock Nation. Now, people that don't know, Maul, uh, his older brother is Biggs. And Biggs, uh, his, Maul is, uh, big brother is Biggs. If you don't know who Biggs is, Biggs is the guy who gave the seed money to Jay-Z to start Rockefeller. So Maul sees Jay as like a brother. You know what I'm saying? Biggs and Jay, they used to, you know what I'm saying, do street shit together. And Biggs gave Jay seed money to start Rockefeller. So Maul, big brother, helped start Rockefeller, which was Jay-Z's... Um, Jay-Z's record label. Biggs currently is the manager for Maul now. So Maul was helping Joe with money. Maul and Joe were living together for about, I think they said for eight years or something like that. But for now, for, for, for this thing to kick off and pop off, now Joe feels like, well, since my name is on the title of it. I'm the owner of it. But see, the issue is this, right? The issue is this. Maul and Rory said in their response video to all the bullshit that Joe was saying, in their response video, Maul and Rory were saying that they were taking accountability by saying, you know what? We let Joe go on for too long because we felt like, ah, man, that's our boy. He's going to look out for us. Ah, uh, that's our homie. He he gonna look out for us. 
I was told something when, when, when talking about this situation. I was told something by somebody. And it was such a great analogy. She said, oh, so Maul and Rory thought that they had the good pussy. Oh, he wouldn't cheat on me. Oh, he, he wouldn't do that to me. He enjoys having sex with me too much. Yep, that, that's a great analogy. Maul and Rory thought that they were the fine girl that the guy wouldn't cheat on. Now, I'm not saying once a cheater, always a cheater. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying for some people who cheat on significant others, sometimes if sometimes if habits go unattended, it's hard for those old habits to die. That's all I'm saying. Now, some people are just like just chronic cheaters. Some people are just pathological cheaters. Where they just cheat because of opportunity. And then there's people that cheat because they feel detached from their partner. So then they go cheat. There's people that cheat because they feel like their needs are being met. So instead of conversing with their partner, they go cheat. They go find someone else to fill that void. I'm not saying one cheating is worse than the other. Cheating is cheating. But I'm saying there's a difference. For Joe, he's a pathological liar. He's a chronic fuckboy. That's what he is. He brags about all of this therapy that he takes, but he never applies it. My fiance and I have went to couples counseling. You have to apply those things that you learn in those sessions in order to heal, in order to move forward, in order to grow and progress. You have to apply those things. You can't just sit in your session and think, oh, man, I'm healed. Nah. No, that's not how that works. You have to now then apply it. Joe Joe doesn't apply those things. Now, my fiance will listen to a few episodes or whatever, like we're on the road traveling. And I'll put on put on an episode of the Joe Bunn podcast and she'll be listening. And she will say, like, no, it sounds like Joe has grown from how he was on uh what was the name of that show? Love and Hip Hop. But then when we sit down and talk about this situation, she like, oh no, that still sounds like the same Joe to me. I'm like, oh that's interesting. I never watched a single episode of Love and Hip Hop before. So when she said that, I was like, oh that's interesting. Because even when she said that he doesn't sound like the same Joe from 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 the episodes, it sounds like he's grown. I was like, wow, that's interesting. Huh, okay. And then when we talking about this, she said, oh, no, that sounds like the same Joe. I said, like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. So this is who Joe was. This is who Joe thought he left behind. Huh, okay. 
Like it's interesting. It, and like when I was saying it's interesting, I hope she didn't think that I was just saying that to like shut her up. But like it's interesting to me to see, in a way, past Joe, and then also the Joe that I was introduced introduced to was a healed Joe. That's interesting. See, I felt like Joe changed, but Joe didn't change. He regressed. So that's an interesting part to me. So, like, honey, if you're listening, I hope you don't feel like I was just saying that because I was like, oh, okay, okay, be quiet. I'm trying to hear. But, like, that really was interesting to me to hear you say, oh, it sounds like he's grown. I was like, oh, okay, wow, interesting. I thought that this was just who Joe was, and I thought all the other women on the Love and Hip Hop shows who would say shit about him was just looking for clout because his podcast is blowing up bigger than the show. And then to hear him be like this now, and she's like, see, all those women were saying that this is how Joe was. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So Joe regressed. He didn't change. He regressed. We got to stop saying that he changed. He didn't change. He's back to square one. Gaslighting, saying that it's your problem, trying to trying to say that this, like, he has no accountability. The only time he was a he held himself accountable was when he told Maul that this podcast is none of your business. And he said that he should not have said that to Maul. But he won't take it a step further. See, you should not have said that this business that this podcast is none of Maul's business. Because this podcast is a business of Maul. Maul has invested his money and time into this podcast. This podcast is my business. Not only is it my business to mind, but it's my busyness. It's my business. It's my busyness and it's my business. I invested money and time into this. Rory and, and, and Joe even um, complied with what Rory was saying. Rory was saying, even when I wasn't on this podcast, I was still scrambling, trying to move money around. But yet you're trying to tell me I don't have equity? You're trying to tell me that I can't see what's in the books? You can't tell me I can't see accounting? What do you mean? Joe treat them like employees. He didn't even treat them like co-workers. He treated them like employees. And these were your friends. These are your homies, your brothers. You love them. I go into business with my siblings. I'm not treating them like coworkers. We're siblings. We're blood still. There's love here. I don't even want to go into business with friends, with, uh, with significant others, with family. If they feel like we gotta separate it, I don't. I don't want to go into business with somebody who feels like if we have a relationship outside of this, if we have a relationship before this, we should have to separate things. I don't feel like you should have to separate things. Do things get personal? Yeah, absolutely. But if we love each other, we shouldn't allow this to draw a wedge in between us. 
Now, there's some family and friends that I would not go into business with because I know it won't end well. Because I know the relationships that I have with family and friends where it's like, yeah, I I wouldn't trust you to do this with. I, I wouldn't trust you to do this with. I love you, and I do trust you to have my back. Like, if my life depended on it, but going into business with some family, going into business with some of my friends, I wouldn't trust them with. And you know what? Some of them probably wouldn't even trust to go into business with me. And that's fine. I understand. There's a certain level of respect and chemistry that you have to have with your partner. In any form of relationship, whether you're in a platonic relationship, romantic relationship, or a business relationship. There's a certain level of respect that you have to have for your partner. There's some family members that I feel like wouldn't respect me enough. There's some friends I feel like wouldn't respect me enough. I have friends and family that I don't respect enough where I'm like, nah, I I feel like you'll mess this up somehow. So I I don't want to, nah. But you got to be real about it. You can't just say yes to it just because y'all family, just because y'all friends, just because y'all are um, lovers. You know what I'm saying? You got to be real. And you got to respect it because it, that saves up on time. It saves up on finances and it saves up on heartbreak. And in a way, it can save your relationship with that person. Because here y'all are thinking that y'all that y'all are better and well off enough that y'all can go into business with each other. And now y'all are taking each other to court and never talking to each other again. When it rains, it pours, man. When it rains, it pours. This is this is the name of the episode, dog. When it rains, it pours. The story of Joe Budden. When it rains, it pours. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was getting dug out by Joe Budden. Back when Kevin Hart was going through his whole fiasco a couple years ago. Joe couldn't wait to talk about him. Joe had repeatedly talked about how the way Kevin Hart does business, all this other stuff. It sounds as if he has an issue with Kevin Hart. Here comes Kevin Hart responding. He gave he's the sum of everything that Kevin Hart has said was transparency. And Joe wasn't transparent. You go into business with someone, I do believe that you should be transparent with them. Yo, this is what's going on. This is where money is going. This is how much money we're making. This is how much money we're losing. You have to be transparent. We're making money together. We're losing it together. You got to be transparent. If people have questions, but see, that's the thing. If I go into a partnership with someone who I have a relationship with before anything kicks off, you should even have questions on what's going on Because you should be in on the no. Like, you should already know what's going on. 
Now, I'm not saying don't ask questions, but neither one of us should be more privy to information than the other when it comes to this business. But again, that's a level of respect that you need to have for your partner. Joe did not have that. Rory brought up an interesting point because Rory told Joe, you owe us respect. And Joe said, I don't owe anybody anything. You owe people respect. Even if it's a bum on the street that you're walking past, you owe them respect. That's a, that's a breathing, living human being. You owe them respect. Maybe, and maybe respect isn't the right word. Maybe it's common courtesy. But with friends and family, you owe them respect. They owe you respect. See, Joe took it as, if you say I owe you respect, that means I'm in debt to you. Nah, I owe you respect just like you owe me respect. I am in debt to you with respect as a payment. That way, respect never runs dry. I'm always respect. If you don't feel like you, re- you, you owe anyone respect, we can just be disrespecting each other all day then because you don't owe it to me. But Joe was just missing everything. He was missing everything. So I like, and Kevin Hart spoke on it. it the clip that I watched, it was about 11 minutes and like 30 seconds, 11 minutes and 40 seconds or whatever. That was the, that was the, that was the clip that I watched, right? But like, it was just, oh man, it was crazy because I feel like Joe was just missed because he, he, he's not a good leader. He's not a good leader. He lacks leadership qualities. Now, I'm sure is like I'm sure his leadership qualities are going well when things are going well. But then when things began to flood and circle the drain, he crumbles. When it rains it pours for Joseph Button. Because he has another podcast on his Joe Bud Network. And on that network, on that network, he said, it's called, uh, there's a podcast, and it's called um, See the Thing Is. And I remember when the See the Thing Is came out last year, around September or so, August maybe. Um, shit, man, who knows? Maybe it was December. I can't remember. But when See the Thing is released, there was this young lady who came out and called Joe out and said that she has a podcast named See the Thing Is, and it started before See the Thing Is by Joe Button. Now, granted, she only had three or four episodes on there. And the last time she recorded an episode was months prior. But 
she had the name nonetheless, but she didn't coin the phrase. She didn't even LLC trademark the name. See, that's the important part is trademarking and licensing your uh, your image, trademarking and licensing your, your names and all that stuff. She didn't do that. So the name technically was still up for grabs. And so it's always important to get your paperwork in order. And so, granted, her being a young black woman, some people just aren't privy to that type of information. So maybe she didn't know. Maybe she didn't have the funds to do it at the time. You know. But Joe was going into a direct message battle back and forth with the young lady's friend who was like on the podcast or whatever with her. Um, and, you know, and Joe was like, you know, we can probably try to work something out. Now, who knows what that would have been? But he was like, you know, we can probably try to work something out. But I guess they, they started airing shit out on, like, the timeline. So Joe was just like, you know, y'all doing that. Y'all just shit out of luck, right? Because I was looking at, I was going to help out or whatever like that. Is Was he wrong for that? Some people say, yeah, I don't really feel like he was. But there is a woman on there on See The Thing Is, the Joe Budden podcast, brought to you by Joe Budden Network. And the name of the podcast is called See The Thing Is, and there's a woman on there by the name of Olivia Dope. And she was, was, still is, a DJ out in New York. And so Joe was featured on one of their episodes, and this was early, early, early into the show, right? Like, I think, like, episode, like, 10 or 13 or something like that. Because I think they're on, like, episode 26 now, I think. But um, I, I, I don't really know, honestly. I don't I don't watch one. I only watched one full episode, and that was an episode with Rory on there. But even the episode with Joe on there, I only watched, like, the first 10 minutes. And I was like, ah. Um, and Olivia is a black... Oh man, Olivia is a black woman, single mother, early 30s, DJ out in New York. I think she's from New York. And Joe was basically on there sexually harassing her on the episode. Like I said, I only watched the, not even watched, I listened to the first 10 minutes and then I got bored and I just turned it off. But she released, and then she ended up leaving the podcast. Like, she didn't even show up for the next episode. She was done. She she was through. And so, it's funny, Maul and Rory, on their response video, Maul has said, you want to talk skeletons in a closet? He was like, you got some shit that you trying to hide. No one knew what he was talking about. It's just funny, two days later, maybe not even two days later, a day later, Olivia comes out and says this. 
Now, I'm not saying some type of conspiracy, but she had made an Instagram post a couple days after not showing when the, when the next episode dropped and she wasn't on there. She released a little something, something on Instagram talking about, yeah, I'm not going to be back on the show. Shout out to the ladies that's on there. Blah, blah, blah. But then she started doing timestamps in her video as to why she left. Yeah, minute 1326, Joe said this. At minute 2727, like minute 2726 seconds. Here's the time stamp. Joe said this. At minute 56, six, 56, 56 seconds, Joe did this. Joe said that. Then we took a break. Joe came in. Hey, I want to alleviate some of the tension. Da, da, da. At an hour. 15 minutes, Joe did this. Hour 20 minutes, Joe did that. I was like, man. And then, I wish I knew the YouTuber's name. I I, I wish I knew the name. But he showed every timestamp that she said. So you can hear what Joe said. You saw what Joe did. And lo and behold. And then she even said that there were some parts that were edited out. Because everybody was saying, I I don't know, that might be a little too uncomfortable. The parts that they left in, I was like, y'all left that in? Y'all left that part in? Joe, whenever Joe said that he wanted to have sex with Olivia, they took it out. And he said that from Olivia's accord, Joe may have said that four times, which is four times too many. There was a point where he hugs her. He starts gyrating his hips to make it look like he's humping her. It was funny because on on Twitter, somebody was like, man, look at Joe trying to pump it up. That was funny. That was funny. The situation isn't funny, but that was funny when he, with that, uh, uh, the person that said, but like, they left that in. They left that part in. Joe, and I don't think that episode is even up anymore. Now, I should have went to go check, but I don't think it's up anymore. I, like, I think they took it down. And Olivia also spoke on people on the podcast, the two other women that she does the podcast with, like they had their own text chain, you know, to talk podcast stuff. And then they will relay that information to Joe Button. They would then tell tell and share that information with Joe. So there's no confidentiality here amongst the see the thing is team. Right. Joe had also said that Olivia dresses the sexiest on the show and the other women need to step their game up. That can create hostility amongst them. It could happen on a, on a male's podcast and you have a woman come on talking about, yeah, this guy is is best in shape. The rest of y'all need to step it up, right? 
That can create hostility. Now, I know as men, we will try to say that it wouldn't. It would. It would create some hostility. Okay, so she's favoring you. If she's repeatedly talking about how, yeah, I would have sex with him. Yeah, I would smash him. And they even say that he's the crowd favorite and my favorite because I want to have sex with him. It's going to create some hostility because now everything good that happens for that person is going to feel like because the boss wants to smash you. Or maybe y'all are already smashing. But see, Joe saw it as, oh, that's just, Joe wanted to be viewed as that's just Joe being Joe, and then everybody laughs it off. And Olivia was trying to laugh things off, just trying to get through the episode. But she, and then towards the end of the episode, right before it cuts, Olivia grabs the microphone and she says into the microphone, I'm very uncomfortable. And that was frightening to hear. Because again, I didn't listen to the episode. So hearing her say that so close to the microphone, I'm feeling very uncomfortable. To hear her say that was frightening. You have two black women sitting next to you, not trying to fight for you, not sticking up for you. Y'all supposed to be team. Because y'all running the same show. Y'all supposed to be a team. They, they don't have your back. They're not sticking up for you. Joe said that they, that uh, oh yeah, y'all not even dressing as sexy as Olivia. They went right to defending themselves. No, I look good. No, nah, my hair done. No, nah, I got these Jordans on. No, nah, I'm wearing this. But you can hear Olivia being drowned out by them yelling. You can hear Olivia say, Joe, don't do that. Joe, don't say that. Trying to defend them, but but their first action was defending themselves. They're two light-skinned black women. Olivia is a dark-skinned black woman. And I know the connotation of this, not the connotation, the stereotype that darker skinned women envy and are jealous over light skinned women. Um, I think that's inherent because since slavery, shit, the closer you are to being white, the purer you are, the better you are, the more of a trophy you are. The darker, the blacker you are, the more dirty you are, the more lower you are, the more evil you are. We were conditioned to envy and to envy and romanticize lighter, fairer skin, whether it's lighter skinned black people or white people in general. We were conditioned to do that. But I don't know. The pages are kind of starting to turn, but history always repeats itself. But we're not we're not having a colorist conversation this episode, though. We will one day. Just just not this episode. But there was definitely jealousy there. 
There was jealousy there. And I feel like Joe implanted that seed of jealousy because he had a crush on Olivia. And to hear Olivia say she had to have a conversation with her daughter about what she went through and why that's not okay and why you need to speak up if that ever happens to you, encourage her to speak up and say something herself. I applaud that. It sucks that uh, Savon, who works on the Joe Button Network as an intern or as a producer or whatever the hell he does, was in a room and didn't say anything, and he's black. It sucks that Parks, who is engaged to a black woman, didn't speak up and say anything to Joe and tell him to chill. There was other people in that room, and then, like I said, the two black women that were sitting on the couch with her didn't speak up and say anything to Joe. When it rains, it pours. So my advice, because I don't want to just present y'all with trending topics on Twitter. I also want to present resolutions. Because I've always preached on this podcast that as a black community, we need to stop pointing the finger and start pointing at resolutions. Start presenting resolutions instead of presenting in a theatrical setting people's downfall. Present resolutions. So I will say this to Joe, right? This is why I will say to Joe. Dang, this podcast is running a lot longer than I want it. But this is why I'll say to Joe. Joe, hang it up. After the Rory and Maul situation, my advice would have been, okay, look, you got to keep the podcast going. Why, why won't you just let it run with just you and Maul for a while? I mean, not you and Maul. You and Parts for a while. Maybe bring in Savon. Because they're already under contract with you, right? Just run it with Parks. And running with Savon. Don't bring in Ice. Don't bring in Ish. Two other niggas that nobody know. Just run it with the with the with the talent. Run it with the personalities that we've all grown with. Right? Run it with them. That was my advice when it came to the Rory and Maul thing. But also to the people that may want to work for the Joe Button Network, who's going to be on the Joe Button Podcast next who may be signing a deal with the Joe Budden Network to get their podcast picked up, be wary of what's happening and watch things unfold because it's not over. More is going to unravel. More will show itself. That's what I would have said. But after this Olivia dope situation, we got to get Joe the fuck out of here. He's done. It's over. Hang it up. It's through. It dissolved. It's burnt down to the ground. It's done. Forget about it. It's over with. Kaput. Deceased. Blipped. Dusted. Snapped. It's through. OV. 
Hang it up. Had a great run. But the entire network as a whole needs to be through and done with. After this Olivia situation. Compiled with the Rory and Moss situation. Because not only are you terrible to your employees, Joe. You're you're a terrible business partner, Joe. You're a terrible friend, Joe. You're a terrible business partner, a terrible boss, and a terrible friend. Hang it up. Maybe start back rapping again. But you're done. We all need to watch. This proved to me and showed me as much as, especially the black community, want to talk ownership. Now all of us are built to be owners, man. Now all of us are built to be bosses. Some of us need someone to direct us. Joe, I think, looked at how Diddy runs things, looked at how Jay runs things. Joe, my bad, y'all, my bad, my bad. I had to take my AirPods out because they had died, and I guess it stopped the recording. I'm only going to take about another two minutes. But we looked at how... I think I feel like Joe looked at how um Diddy ran business, how Jay ran business, and felt like you had to be cutthroat. And felt like you had to treat people like employees because you're the boss. You can be the boss with friends around you. You feel me? You can be boss with friends around you. You don't enslave people. You can be captain, but not slave master. It's fine, man. You can be a boss without having employees. It's called being a leader. God damn it. Like, it's, it's called being a leader. But Joe never learned that part. Joe thought being a boss made you the leader. That's not the case. You have to have that natural instinct within you to be a leader. When has Joe ever led anything? He's always been somebody that's been a face in the crowd being directed. Always. He jumped into the podcast game with two buddies that he tried to belittle. That he tried to belittle, that he tried to diminish their contributions. You're not a leader, Joe. You're an average Joe. You need direction. You need to be signing contracts. And I was on Joe's side when he was getting into it with Charlemagne, just yelling and screaming into the microphone. Ownership, ownership, ownership. Ownership, ownership, ownership. Charlemagne doesn't own anything. He's signing deals. He's signing contracts. He's getting backed by other companies' money. And that's true. Charlemagne doesn't own anything. 
Because at any moment, he can be stripped from whatever title he has. They can just throw it on. They can throw it on me if they want it. You're the new face of this now. But I'm not saying what Charlemagne is doing, he's doing it the right way. Joe was doing it the right way. He, he just got it done the wrong way. He was, he was going in the right direction. It's just you was in the you 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 were in the wrong lane, Joe. It was a great message that he was given, just the wrong messenger. I don't know. This has been another episode of podcast about nothing. I am your host. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow, the host of Podcast About Nothing. I am forever your host of Podcast About Nothing, man. I'm here. And I hope that even though this episode part was a bit longer than I even wanted to and longer than y'all expected, I hope that y'all enjoyed it. And I hope that I said something. Maybe it can motivate you, get you Get a think piece going for yourself, and then you put out some content. You know what I'm saying? But um, we're going to talk about master classes on one of these next upcoming episodes. But I hope that y'all enjoy this. I enjoy recording it. I, re- I, 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 I enjoyed um, remembering some of the facts that was happening. Um, but, yeah, man, this has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I'm your host, Apex. Until the next time, make it do what it do until it does, yo. Peace.